up? What is up? What is up? Hey, it's Sean. This is Redefine Defiance. I'm in the studio all by myself. I'm actually at home recording right now. Uh, we had to record separately and social distance properly this week. But hey, um, before this is kind of an extended cut for the podcast. It won't go on the radio this part, but wanted to uh, just share with our radio listeners. It, this is a special episode for me. It's a good friend of mine. Uh, Josh Kimball from Dogwood is the guest and he's a guy that wrote redefine defiance. And I just, I love the name so much. Um, I wasn't in the band when they wrote the song. I just thought it was such a great name and a great song that uh, when it was time to make a podcast or a radio show or whatever, uh, I went with that because I just, you know, uh, it's redefined defiance. You know, the, the world thinks that sex, drugs and rock and roll and and uh, kind of rebelling against society is defiance. And to be honest, that's what society is now. That's not defiance at all. That that one now true defiance when you follow Jesus. Um, I mean, I think I make a comment in segment one that true defiance is being more right wing. It's it's not really being right wing. Um, that has nothing to do with it. Jesus is not right wing or left wing. He's for the whole bird, as Billy Graham used to say. So I, I did want to play for you the song, the whole song of Redefine Defiance. Take a listen to it, and then the whole episode will start. But uh, hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, Josh is a good guy. And uh, check out St. Didicus on Spotify. Some uh, cool hardcore punk stuff. And you can also look him up on Instagram and Facebook, Josh Kimball. Uh, he's got some good stuff on there. That song from The Crucified, you'll be able to hear much better audio if you uh, go online and listen, but it's good stuff. So this is Redefine Defiance. Check it out. <laughs>
I'm too drunk to taste this chicken. It's Thursday morning. You know what that means? It's time for some average quality radio with moderate quality people. From Clovis Hills Community Church, this is Redefine Defiance. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Hey, Matt. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, welcome back to Redefine Defiance. I am your host, Sean. I got Brandon here. In the s- actually, Brandon's on Zoom, so I am looking like his grill is giant. Your yeah, your face is right in there. So I um, should sit back. How are you doing, man? I am good. There's a lot of stuff going on that we need to cover, but I am doing personally well. Good, good. There is a lot going on in the news. So we'll talk, you know, being we're on an AM uh, political talk radio station, we probably should talk about the Kamala Harris uh, thing. Uh, We have a special guest coming in segments two, three, and four, and it's a good friend of mine, and I've been just excited all all day today to get him on here because he's just a great dude his name's josh kimball he's the singer at dogwood um he wrote the song that our uh actual uh podcast is named after redefine defiance so wait are you talking about dogwood that won the award for the most mediocre band ever <laughs> whatever man <laughs> seventh greatest christian punk rock band of all times uh, according I, to buzzfeed i read that article I, that's actually impressive <laughs> So anyways, yeah, he'll be on, um, he's got a new music project he's got, we'll listen to one of their songs probably, and uh, we'll ask him about Redefine Defiance and what it meant when he wrote it, because I just like the name, I thought it was cool, I like the whole, the whole thought of, you know, Defiance was, uh, you know, I think back in the day it was kind of bucking the conservative man you know the religious Mm -hmm. right and all that but to be honest we live in the age now where the left is in charge they they shame everyone they kind of control everything to be honest so like we're redefining defiance now now we're the defiant ones we're the rebel ones not that we're you or i are like hard right line uh guys matter of fact those of you that are listening on the radio are like these two clowns are not right wing whatsoever (laughs) we're like whatsoever i'm like center leaning right a little bit but you know it's it's all it's all good that's right so (laughs) So in the news, man, there's all kinds of crazy stuff going on in the news right now. Uh, oh, buddy. And we can call it a debacle. Yes, yes. We can call it a debacle. Can I just go ahead and put it out there and say what it really is? Okay, go. We have had months of racial rioting, and the left's response to that is, okay, you have problem with racial disparity? Let's run the guy that authored the 1994 crime bill for president and for vice president let's have the lady that enforced the 1994 crime bill and is responsible for mass incarceration and who was a cop and um he said he was gonna hire he was gonna select a black woman right right yeah black (laughs) she's indian not dot not feather (laughs) not not like elizabeth warren right Correct. <laughs> Which is crazy. So, all right, yeah. Um, there, that I didn't even think about that, Brandon. Talk about that for a minute. What? How does that make you feel? Dude, the 1994 crime bill is responsible for mass incarcerations of hundreds of thousands of people. It criminalized things like marijuana possession. And even Kamala Harris, there's a lot of, and she got roasted for it during the, uh, during the, the Democratic uh, debates. For there's people that are doing life in prison for possession of marijuana, and now marijuana is legal. Like it's a victimless crime. 
and people are doing long terms and it's disparagingly uh, people of color that are impacted by this. So, I mean, whatever. Sure. You know, uh, and then the, the president, of course, right away, uh, you know, commented on it. I want you to just go ahead, and, go ahead and listen to our president here and t tell me what you think. And I thought she was the meanest, the, the most horrible, most disrespectful of anybody in the U.S. Senate. President Trump says he has not forgotten Senator Harris's questioning of Justice Brett Kavanaugh at his Supreme Court conference. Let's just stop there for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> She's one. I, I just I gotta call a spade a spade. Okay. How is President Trump saying she's like mean and disrespectful? Do you remember how he treated Ted Cruz? During Dude, <laughs> Trump is the meanest. So for Trump to call someone mean, that's impressive. Yeah, maybe she is, but, or maybe he's just a giant hypocrite as well. Like th this is why I have trouble believing any of the politicians anymore. They literally just. They don't look in the mirror anymore. It's crazy to me. Correct. Correct. <laughs> you know, and then and then she, yeah, she went after Kavanaugh for, because he was accused, right, of uh, sexual assault. Uh -huh. She's running with the guy that got accused of a sexual assault. Like, what is that? During the debate, she was even posting stuff like, believe, I believe her, and we need to, uh, Biden needs to excuse himself from this election because of all of that. But apparently none of that matters when he named the <laughs> vice president. Yeah, so last week, if you didn't listen to last week's episode or whenever our last episode was posted, um, Brandon, well, we all did, but mostly you, you were like <laughs> slaying the um, the doctors from uh, <laughs> the hydroxychloroquine doctors, right? Yeah, the White Coat Summit. Yes, yes. So so I, I want everyone, our listeners, to understand we are equal opportunity. Like when we see stupid, we just call it, okay? And again, like now we're seeing it, like we saw it on the right where they're putting a lady that thinks in, in – in, I can't even say it. In, in endometriosis is uh, when like a demon like has sex with you in your dreams and yes, <laughs> the byproduct of demon sperm. Can I just can we just make a disclaimer about that episode right now for all of our loyal listeners? <laughs> yes, we are not doctors. We are not. We have no opinion on the drug hydroxychloroquine. No, we don't know if it works. I don't. All we're saying honest. is that doctor was crazy. <laughs> exactly. I don't even know about the other doctors. I just know about that one like man if you're gonna put like out some national thing to like for an agenda you don't want to put that person on your thing yeah so that and, was questionable yeah but but here, here's the thing with uh kamala i always thought it was kamala but everyone's saying kamala on the on the tv and the radio and all that what, what do you think it is i think it's kamala kamala okay kamala kamala tomato tomato um so i <laughs> I got I got a comment on this one too because I just think this is this is just a, another like they will just say whatever they need to say to like support their base like mm -hmm. they, they don't care if it's true they don't care if it's um, it, it, it's maddening to me that they do this like so um, in 2017 she you know she's a senator so she was um, interviewing uh, I believe it was uh, Mike Pompeo for CIA director Trump mm -hmm. wanted to appoint Mike Pompeo which the CIA Central Intelligence Agency like for one like she knows nothing about it not like not that I do but anyways listen to the, this 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 question that she gives for the guy that's going to be um, dealing with uh, you know 
espionage and you know foreign policy yeah 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 here's this question when quote cia analysts look for deeper causes of rising instability in the world one of the causes those cia analysts see as the is the impact of climate change do you have any reason to doubt the assessment of these cia analysts Oh my! Climate change, and then she went on to ask him about how why he opposed gay marriage because you know that has a lot to do with spies because they might come across some beautifully olive skin guy in the Mediterranean and they want to marry him. Yeah, what? Like they just can't like do their job. They are always pushing an agenda, and that yeah. is so hard for me. Like. Yes. Why can't politicians just pass bills and move people through and stop with their social agendas? It's driving me crazy, and it's hard for me to, like, back anyone, to be honest, right now. Um, yeah, for real. It's such a problem, dude. So did you catch the press conference today with Biden and Harris? Uh, no, I did not. I did not. So I watched the entire thing just for material for this episode. <laughs> I feel a little bit dumber for it, but I, I did that for us. And their entire speech, Joe Biden got up and he spoke 90% about why he was against Trump. His whole platform is not what he's going to do. His whole platform is, I'm not Trump. Uh, To be honest, that's what it should be, probably. That's I mean that's the only thing he's got going for him. Like he like is all over the place. He's gonna be just as bad. And you know, that I think that's what the Democrats want is like, hey, just get up there and say you're not Trump, okay? And maybe we'll get the people that hate Trump and we can, you know, we've maybe we can get this thing through. It's it's Ah, it's nutty. Hey, we're coming up on a break, and um, in the next segment, we're going to have Josh Kimball from the band Dogwood. We're going to do some Church of Stranger in Fiction. I've got the nuttiest uh, Florida man with audio, which is great, coming up. Uh, This is Redefined Defiance. We're not, we have no sponsors. Uh, We're underground. So, hey, uh, we'll be back. Thanks. Fancy microphone. I won't change my mind on anything, regardless of the facts that are set out before me. Hey, man. Hey, we're back. Welcome back. (laughs) Welcome back to Redefine Defiance. And um, hey, in this segment, we have um, a special guest, good friend of mine. Uh, I, I believe you were in my wedding. You were one of my groomsmen. Yes. You were. You were in a lot of weddings. So, <laughs> so yeah. um, his name is Josh Kimball, and he is the singer of the the famed uh, Christian punk band Dogwood, um, and um, has uh, done some uh, other other stuff recently. Uh, Saint Didicus. He did something with Jim Chaffin at the Crucified that I want to talk about too, and maybe in the last segment because oh, oh that was really good, and. Um, <laughs> Man, uh, it's so good to have you, Josh. How you doing? Dude, I'm stoked to be here. I'm stoked to be alive in this time, uh, day and age. But also, just um, I'm happy. I'm happy to do this kind of stuff because reconnecting with people uh, it, it, during this time is very important. You know, so socially distanced, but not. Uh, I don't want. I mean, physically distanced, but not socially distanced. Yes. Yes. So it's good to. It's good to be talking to you. Yeah. So, um, Josh. And that's right, that's Brandon. So you're in, uh, you're down in San Diego right now, right? 
Down in San Diego. Yep. Yep. Very close to, um, very close to the border of Mexico. Where, where, you know. where in Diego are you living? I'm in La Mesa. Okay. Uh, it's just right by, uh, right by Helix High School. I thought you were by, you were down in Southtown for a second. I was like, whoa. I was, uh, oh, we just moved from City Heights. That's where we moved from. Gotcha. So close. It's one, all close, I guess. One day I'm going to move to Mission Valley when I make some money. <laughs> <laughs> That's still my dream. <laughs> all right. So that, we're, we're making San Diego references, and no one's getting that. So awesome. This is great radio here in Fresno. I mean, I can make Fresno jokes. <laughs> okay. 103 here today. That's the joke. Yeah, yeah the, the, we're living here. It's crazy to me. But, hey, um, Josh, so you... Yeah. You wrote the song "Redefine Defiance." Ah, uh, yes. You wrote the lyrics to it, and um, we. I kind of I asked for permission. You gave me permission. And I we we took the name for our podcast and our radio show, and um, mm-hmm. I talked I talked to you a little bit about it in our first segment about what what it meant and what the show was about and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but I would love to hear the real meaning of the song, <laughs> and you know what well, you were thinking when you wrote it. Well, how do you know your meaning is not the real meaning? I think that, I think, honestly, I think that uh, you and I have a similar perspective and outlook on the way Jesus lived and our own personal faith journeys. I mean, they're all, everyone's going to be a little bit different, but like, as far as rebellious in nature, but also respectful, at, you know, when, when you need to be, but also, you know, you can, you can throw some snark at, at right time <laughs> and, um, Get, to get the point across with, with still being respectful, but also like being able to fillet somebody and put them in their place um, in the name. Um, I mean, in all honesty, I think that some things that I say in, in, and I'm, when I'm speaking in truth and love are, I can offend a lot of people in the church, even though I'm speaking churchy kind of stuff. So it's always been kind of weird like that because I always had questions and I always, I guess was defiant in that, in that sense because I looked up to Jesus in that sense of how he could do that. And, um, also I was just, I was just a punk, you know, I was just a punk kid uh, doing that to my mom all the time. Um, but then to redefine that, to redefine what, what that means, um, like it doesn't always have to be disrespectful or it, it can be inquisitive. And I think that can be really healthy when people in the church can have a conversation that's, um, uh, hard to have, if you will, and also unneeded, and and maybe it can get to a, a disrespectful place because people are getting offended. But um, the song was written um, just as uh, a relationship song, um, talking to somebody who has a relationship, and say two people are in the church together, things start going awry, but they're trying to um, they're trying to work it out in a relationship, whether it's a loving a love you know, lover relationship or just friends or a pastor to uh, uh, somebody in the church or anything like that. Um, and how does, if you listen to the lyrics, you, you know, I'm trying to sing it up and I get to the part <laughs> and then the chorus, sometimes life can bring you down. Um, oh, so the truth hurts. I say, I say the truth hurts in the song, um, especially when you're right, but mostly when you're wrong. And, and um, which is kind of, it's the hook of the song, but, so, and when I think about those words, sometimes even now, I'm like, 
oh man, yeah, this, I should speak that to myself sometimes. Like, mm. oh man, I, I have a lot to learn about. I have a lot to learn about myself. I have a lot to learn by listening to other people, um, listening to people that I don't agree with sometimes, even if I think that they're wrong. There might be some nuggets of truth, you know? I, I always grew up thinking my parents. I'm not listening to you. You're crazy. <laughs> exactly. I say, we say that one a lot in the house, you know? Um, uh, now, now you got me thinking about Nacho Libre. Uh, you know, you know that, that's, all, that's always good. <laughs> but yeah, so. No, no Josh, that, that, I mean, ultimately, like, Jesus was the tr- truly living in defiance. The world was going one way, and um, he went a different way. The religious world was going one way, and he went a different way. And um, I, don't, oh, yeah. I don't know who said it, but, you know, a de- any, any dead fish can swim downstream. Oh, right? gosh. Right? It takes one that's True. fully alive. To swim upstream, so um, yeah. that, that's really kind of, kind of the, the meaning I always took from the name is that you know we're yeah, and defiance used to be sex, drugs, and rock and roll, and now it's uh-huh. if, if you're following Jesus, you're the rebel, you're the misfit, you're you're the outcast, yeah. and um, that, that's in a lot of ways, yeah. That's that's the the the, the beauty of it. So um, thanks again for the song. We oh sure, yeah. I mean, it can be it's it's nothing to do with like. You can take it however you want, but the words are in there. Um, you know, the truth hurts, especially when you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Josh, um, we we have a segment yeah. we called uh, "Church is Stranger in Fiction," and I know yeah. because of your background, you know, you've played music in thousands and thousands of churches. <laughs> How long had did you do Dogwood for? Let's see. So, right for high school, carry the one. Uh, <laughs> A good for full full time it was a good 14 15 years full time yeah and then after that it was just kind of sporadic yeah you know flying around whatever but like full time full time straight out of high school for 15 years but yeah let's just say 15 years of playing in churches okay. and nightclubs yeah. and coffee shops and keggers uh-huh. and but you played in a <laughs> lot of churches okay so yeah. church is stranger in fiction is basically you were in a church and you saw something funny go down someone just said something that was like what um, just uh, <laughs> what, what, g- g- give me a story of something funny that happened uh, in a church you were in. Sure, you know, I think. Well, I want to share. I want to do two because one was when you were in the band. Okay. And we were in Tennessee, and there was a, I think it was called Spike and Crown. This little <laughs> venue, <laughs> the Spike and Crown, yes. like some Clarksville, Tennessee, maybe, and. Um, <laughs> the, the, I just, the, I just, the whole thing about it was hilarious because. I mean, the promoter's name was Flavin. <laughs> Did you have the best memory? I didn't remember any of that. Flavin. Well, I don't even, I don't even know if that was the real name or not, but they, it was Flavin. And they gave us, they fed us cold cuts with just cold cuts, nothing else, right? <laughs> His name was um, Flavin. That's right. Flavin. So, and then there was a basement and a shower in the kitchen, right? But anyways, <laughs> the, one of the people there was also named Wolf. And Wolf said, sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. <laughs> that's where that came from. <laughs> yes, so that's, that's, right. from, that's from that one. We, yeah, we were we were like we were standing outside, and he just said it yeah. to us. He goes, "Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you yep. don't." And, then, and he was like the town. He was like the local cool guy. Yeah. <laughs> and then I remember our drummer um, looked at him, and went, "Yeah, mounds." <laughs> <laughs> Almond Joy. <laughs> yeah, Almond Joy. Okay. So, so that was one good one. I mean, so that not not too much to do with the church itself, but then one time in, in in Missouri, southern Missouri somewhere, so it's kind of, you know, Bible Belty, kind of southern, midwesty. Uh, we're about to get on stage. It's a pretty big show, 
I want to uh, Branson or Joplin, one of those cities, uh, festival type show, huge stage, thousands of people in the audience. Not a, they weren't necessarily Dogwood fans or whatever. They were just there, big church show, and the you know guy stops us before he go up the steps to the stage. Hey, I just want to tell you one thing. And he points, he does like the, the coach point at me, show him the Jesus, show him the Jesus. <laughs> I said, I said the, the Jesus. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're, we're going to go up there and do the songs. And I think the, the Jesus will be there. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really funny one. So that's, like you said, that's one of many thousands of funny stories. Listen. Fight the battle of Jericho. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Get out the lines, Yes. Get off the island. I want to talk to you now. Okay. I had to. I love that movie. I had to drop that because I remember we we used to play this this place. Oh, we're out of time. In the next segment, I'm going to tell you a story about Josh that um, just it makes no. it makes me laugh. We're going to do uh, Florida Man. It's going to be a good time. This is Redefined Defiance. We'll be back. I'm not listening to you. You only believe in science. That's probably why we never win. We never. Hey, man. Hey, we're back. Welcome back. Hey, man. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> if, if you're uh, joining us and you're like, why does this sound like they're in a garage or or they're in like a ISIS like barricade somewhere is because we are um no we're, we're in do- florida <laughs> yeah we're in florida <laughs> we're doing this via zoom and uh welcome back redefine defiance brandon sean we got uh josh for- kimball from dogwood and Hi. uh it's good it's good times it's a it's, it's a good time and in the last segment i was just we were telling we were telling stories of uh church of stranger in fiction and just being on the road and i remember um Two things I remember distinctly about Josh because uh, well, actually there are many things I remember about you, but one is just you're just I don't know what's going to come out of you. Like most people, I can predict jokes, I can see it coming, and with you, like I never saw it coming. And I remember, um, gosh, we were at Soma, and if people, if listeners, you may not know what Soma is, but Soma was like an all age nightclub. It was a really cool punk club. Lots of huge bands played there. It was a real honor. Yeah, is it? They're still doing shows. Yeah, is Len? Yep. Len doesn't own it well, anymore, though, does he? It's uh, it's different now, but it's it's still running. I mean, when it when it reopens, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, huge huge venue, lots of great shows. When we got to play Soma, it was always like the big honor to play on the main stage at yeah. Soma and do that. Yeah. And I remember one night, like, it was, I don't, <laughs> just, like you know, some like singers they intro a song like, "Hey, this song's about this," and this song, you know, and Josh, it'll just be quiet and the band finishes and it's the everyone cheers and then the cheer the applause cycle goes down and it's quiet and i just remember josh going and it was the lord who helped get again <laughs> off the island one two and we go into a song like <laughs> you just never knew what was going to come out of your mouth another time we're playing like this big like christian pastors conference it's, it's called yeah. youth specialties for youth pastors which we like one i don't know how we got that gig and why we were there and we didn't belong there and um we i think we came on after a band that was way bigger than us and they were like a christian contemporary band like news, yeah. yeah like newsboys or newsboys. Like, we'll just say newsboys we don't remember who it was but like something super 
like, Jesus is my boyfriend, you know, kind of music. <laughs> like we come out and they're like, hey, welcome to Dogwood. And they all clap. Like no one's cheering. No one's standing. They're all sitting in seats. No fans. Yeah, no fans. Because everyone's like, who's Dogwood? What is, what is this? <laughs> Who are these guys? They look like hoodlums. And we walk yeah. out and... Again, he doesn't go, hey, good, good, good evening, welcome, we're dog. He doesn't introduce us or anything. He just <laughs> goes straight guns and roses, and he goes, you know where you are? You're in the jungle. You're in the jungle, baby. You're going to die. And we just go, one, two, three, and we started playing, and the look on all their faces was just horror. They were stunned. <laughs> they did not like us one bit. It was awesome. <laughs> that, that was one of my great gigs, I think. So Nailed it. So there, there you go. Hey, um, yep. Brandon, what, what, do, what do we got coming up here? Listen, before we get into that, I have a question for Josh. Do it. Oh, hey. I got to do this. So hey, Sean Beattie tells us this great story about how he left Dogwood. He says, we all got together and we all determined that I was anointed by the Lord to go and preach. <laughs> and, they, it. And, and they gave me the blessing to go and pastor a church. Let me know the truth, bro. He got kicked out of the band, right? <laughs> uh Oh, for sure. He got he he got kicked out almost every week. <laughs> and he said, "You know what?" He said, "You know what?" Well, because we wanted we just kept him around because we wanted Kelly in the band. There you go. <laughs> and then and then she decided, yeah, you know. But um, no, actually, let's see. Yeah, I think it was when you wanted to go like into full time pastorship was when you know when you were uh, saying, "Hey." I got this other guy that want you know, I don't totally remember all the details, but I do remember that you wanted to, we want to bigger and better real job things. <laughs> so that is the truth then that everyone determined that BB was anointed by the Lord. That's not, not what I've ever off. said. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you, Brandon. No, I saw the, I saw the Christmas special. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's still there. <laughs> the, the Christmas special. Yes. Oh, yeah. okay. So, um, Brandon, explain to Josh uh, yeah. our our Florida now it's segment. Time. Yes, go ahead and explain it hey, to froze. him first. Uh oh, we're froze. Beep boop. I'm here. Boop, boop. That's the beauty in Zoom. Oh well, I'm here. Anyways, I'll All explain right. it then. So hey, we have a segment called "At Least We're Not Florida," and uh, the beauty of it is everyone. You know, when you're in California. Um, California is crazy. Like, there's all kinds of crazy people. There's 40 million people. Our politics can be crazy. Uh, policies are crazy. But here's the deal. At least we're not Florida. So, um, you know, we always find something crazy going on in Florida. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them, my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Okay, we're back. Did you write that? I, I did. I did. That was me singing, too. So that's like that. actually the new St. Didicus. Um, that's Josh's new project. Yeah. Uh, look for it online. No, hey. I was uh, hoping you would say it was the newsboys. <laughs> <laughs> Dateline, Florida. Uh, Florida. Uh, drunk Florida man drives lawnmower on highway, and <laughs> deputies deputies get him. Says a Florida man admittedly maybe had a little too much to drink was caught on a dash cam riding a lawnmower on on Highway 313, according to the Marion <laughs> County Sheriff's Office. Uh, deputies said they caught Paul Burke of Fort McCoy driving the lawnmower in the middle of the highway on a Wednesday afternoon. <laughs> 
<laughs> in the middle? Yeah, in the middle. <laughs> in the, the video provided by the... We have video, people. Okay. Uh, provided Burke slurring his words, admitting he had been drinking, although he never quantifies exactly how much he had. Uh, he said he had a couple at first, but when asked again by the deputy, he said, I'm not going to lie to you. Later, he says, I maybe had a little too much to drink tonight. It was still daytime. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, Burke uh, said he had just left his home and he was driving home. So <laughs> maybe maybe uh, I'll we'll pl we'll play a little bit of this footage for you. Uh, it's pretty it's pretty epic. Let me see if I can find it here. Here we go. He, the the officer is pulling up to him. He's going on. Yeah. You know you're in the road, right? Was I? You were. How much you have to drink tonight? Uh, a couple. A couple? Uh, I think it was a little more than a couple. Okay, I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. Well, where are you headed? I'm just going home. You're going home? Well, where are you coming from? My house. So you, you came from your house and you're headed to your house? Yeah. Okay, let's just pause right there. <laughs> like, he's going home. Okay, so then then later on in the dash cam video, he has him do like a field sobriety test, which I don't get. I think it's cruel and unusual punishment. Like the dude is drunk. We all know he's drunk. He even says he's drunk and he, the guy is getting mad because he can't do any of the sobriety tests. So uh, check out this this segment here. Okay. You don't want to listen to me. Sir. Yes, sir. I have no license at all. Okay. I have no driver's license. At all. Right. I, I know. I do have an ID. Right. I give you my ID. Okay. I'm trying to be the nicest guy as I can. So am I. I'm trying to give you're you the opportunity. you take me to jail, I cannot walk like that. I can't. But why not? I've been drinking too much. Okay. I can't walk home. I've been drinking too much. I want you to think about that one. That's amazing. Yeah. You know what I love about these uh, uh, interactions with police officers? Anytime they say, hey, have you had anything to drink tonight? The answer is always just a couple. <laughs> <laughs> just a couple. It is kind of the, 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 the universal thing. So, anyways, that's what's going on in Florida, my friends. <laughs> wow. So, I got to visit. Yeah. Um, I'll be, I mean, I have my lawnmower license. That, it's like a fever <laughs> with you, isn't it? <laughs> yes. So, I was waiting for that. I was uh, waiting for the lawnmower reference. Yeah. Ma many people do not realize, I've never told anyone this on this story. My father owned 400 lawnmowers. And um, when, yes. he, when he retired from the Marine Corps, he purchased 400 lawnmowers at a dollar a piece from the United States government. They're all broken and he had them all taken to our backyard. My mom was freaking out all the, it was like a lawnmower graveyard in our backyard. And he started a small engine repair business yeah. with it and he fixed, he'd fix them and sell them. And then he'd also, you know, the ones he couldn't fix, he used for parts, but like our backyard looked like Sanford and son. So anyways, yeah. the, the, the news did an article on him once and he said, it's like a fever with me. I can't stop getting these lawnmowers. So anywho, <laughs> Can't get rid of them. <laughs> oh, hey, this is uh, we're, we're coming up on a break, but this is Redefined Defiance. In the next segment, I want to talk to Josh a little bit about um, what's going on with his new project, St. Didicus. And um, he did a uh, song with us 
some guys from the band P.O.D., The Crucified, Islander. Uh, it's just a really cool song, and I want to talk about that, too. So this is Redefined Defiance, brought to you by Lawnmowers. Woo! No, not again. Hey, I'm not looking for any trouble. Maybe trouble looking for you. the sweet sounds of St. Didicus. You can listen for a minute. <laughs> I love this part, Josh. Sean and I'm your host. That, okay. Hey, welcome. Hey, man. Welcome back. And we're listen. That was that was Saint Didicus. Um, that's uh, Josh's new project. It's a kind of a hardcore kind of kind of thing. And for our AM listeners, they're like, "What is going on? What was that? Was it static? What's wrong with my radio?" <laughs> but uh, Josh, tell us a little little bit about Saint Didicus and this project you've been working on. Oh sure. So, as as you know, at those that that Dogwood kind of party show we did in 2018, where you played, you know, down in San Diego with us, and that was awesome. We, um, you know, Dogwood as a band, everyone's kind of separated around the the, the space, you know, the, the state right now. So I was like, I don't know if Dog, you know, I don't I don't see Dogwood playing again. So I, but I want to keep doing music. Um, and I want, I have, a, I have a lot of things to say to write and to, uh, to kind of like vocalize and to continue my, with my rebellious spirit and, and, you know, within the, within the church and, you know, also without, you know, cause I have a lot of music friends and chef industry friends that are not necessarily church people. So I still want to figure out a way to, to relate and to converse with everybody and what, what better way to do that besides food than music, you know? Mm. So I was like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to figure out a way to put these songs out. And then, you know, um, recent current events in our country and stuff like that really prompted me to, to kind of write, write more and write more about what I'm feeling and how that's, uh, how I'm being, how the world is being uh, you know affected right now with everything happening, uh, locally, globally in my neighborhood, in my streets stuff like that. So, um, I have a few, handful of songs to say and record so i figured right now is a good time to do it and you know uh with less people working we have a little bit more time to record stuff like that so you know one of one of the silver linings of all the stay-at-home stuff is yeah more time to record well and technology you can do it remotely too like everyone can kind of upload files and yeah. as long as you're doing it to a metronome yeah and so that- you can send files back and forth with different things and collaborations because it's like i said it's not dog was not together so you know that last song was just myself and Danny from Dogwood, but I have songs with other guys from other bands, you know, because I don't want it to all sound like necessarily Dogwood part two, Yeah. but at the same time, it's going to have, it's going to have my voice, but it's going to have other people's voices and maybe not everyone, not everyone sounds like me or looks like me, but like, um, just trying to 
continue to create. I think I was born to create. Yes. Yeah, for sure, man. And and it's, and it's great. So I encourage people, if you like that kind of that, that style, that punk rock, just kind of hard in your face, um, the, the, the beauty of, um, of it many times too, is when you see it live is it really, it translates so much better. Once you've seen that kind of music live, you understand the energy in the room Mm -hmm. and all of that. I remember I didn't necessarily like metal, like really heavy music until I went to a show. And the show, the, one of the first shows that like really got me into Christian music even was a band yep. called The Crucified here out of Fresno. Um, they were playing yeah. at Kit Carson Park. We were probably at that show together. Yeah. We weren't together. I didn't, yeah, I didn't even know you yet, but we were at that show. Uh, exactly. Everyone was there. Yeah. <laughs> and we saw The Crucified play and they blew my mind and I went, yep. I want to do that. So, um, you know, Josh, you exactly. actually uh, got to do a song recently with uh, uh-huh. Sonny from the band Pable on Death, P.O.D., Sonny and Marcos, and uh-huh. um, Jim Chaffin from The Crucified, and it was a, it was a Crucified cover, yeah? You, tell, tell us about yeah. that a little bit, yeah. real quick. Uh, so I, I just, it came because I, I, I stayed in touch with, you know, the P.O.D., Pable on Death guys for since we, since you and I used to tour with them, we've, I've stayed in touch with them, and, um, Marco said, "Hey, I'm I'm writing some more songs. Beauty was you know they they got some of their tours canceled, right? Of course, with all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, so Marco says at home, he's like, hey, 'Hey, I'm I'm writing some more songs, and I'm going to do some collaborations with. Uh, and I, I'm doing check this one out. And I said, that riff sounds really familiar. Uh, he goes, yeah, do you recognize it? I said, of course I recognize that. It. It, was, it was one of the crucified songs. He's like, yeah, I want to do this. I'm doing, I'm going to do this with Jim. I was like, Jim, the drummer, Jim from Crucified. <laughs> you know, so, so this conversation." And then he's like, "Hey, I want you to sing on this. I want you to sing on some songs." Like, Heck yeah! What? Yes, of course. What is it? And then he he tells me the whole idea, and it's one of the, it was going to be one of those like collaborative like Instagram videos where there's like you know four or six screens or whatever with all the different musicians. And then he's telling me, and then it turns out that um, it ends up being for this song. It was going to be intro and hate world from the that was a humanity record, and. Um, it ended up being four, four. I was one of four singers on their song, so it, was, it kind of ended up being like huge, like a uh, 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 what a big collaboration, like almost like an all-star cast of, oh, of, dude. of musicians. It is, it is great. All, we have all based a- around all based around Jim's drumming. We have- it was really cool because it was, it was a crucified song, but it was based around you know Jim, one of Jim's original songs. So it was really cool to okay. see. Like I was at that show that you were talking about. That was my and that was my first like you know big Christian metal show. Um, really inspired me and then I felt like all about the crucified all through you know our, our whole crew in North County San Diego was all about the crucified and everything that they did and stuff like that and then they went away mm-hmm. the crucified went away and they all did their separate things I was like oh boom and then all of a sudden this this opportunity comes up and I, I was like of course I'm gonna say yes to that you know like I want to, I, I want to do that and I wouldn't mind doing a whole record of crucified covers you know Listen, I Jim Jim lives here in Fresno, and I, on occasion, yeah. like I'll run into him, or he'll comment on something on my thing on social media, and I'm still starstruck. I'm still like, Hi, yeah. how you doing? <laughs> you know my name? Uh, so, hey, we have a clip of that song. I'm gonna play it. Uh, this is. Ter- AM radio, but I don't care. I'm self-indulging because I love this this music, and I we're love. Changing, we're changing the format. I love, we're, re, we're redefining defiance. So, anyways, here here's yeah, 30, oh. 30 seconds of this this clip, this crucified uh, all star band clip. Right. 
This is Sonny from the band P.O.D. And there's Josh, right there. <laughs> there's Josh. Nothing. It's empty. Okay. Poor, poor listeners are like, what is that music? Why are there demons coming out of my stereo or my radio or my voxophone or whatever I listen to? Um, my AM. Yes. Um, that was something that we had to contend with. You know, we were always like, hey, that's not spiritual. You know, yeah, yeah. Day. You know, there that song. That? that song is so. Um, it translates today. There's a line in that song where oh, yeah. Mark Solomon just sings over and over, "This place is evil. This place is this yeah. place is evil." And he's talking about the world we're yeah. living in, and I, yeah. I know that was 1994, but not much has changed in uh, 2020. <laughs> this place <laughs> is evil, man. A uh, lot of crazy <laughs> stuff going on in the world. But here's the thing: um, yeah. even though this place is evil, uh, God. The Bible says that, that that God has a plan for this place, and He's going to redeem it. And what um, those that have intended evil, God will turn for good. And the good news of the gospel is this: is that um, no, no matter where people are at, they're never too far from the love of God. And um, sometimes people are listening to the show, and they, you know, they think they're too far gone, or um, Jesus is not for them. And you know, one of the things I, I just want our listeners to know is that God is crazy about you; that He loves you. Um, he, you know, He He is the definition, the embodiment of love. Many times we put kind of human standards of love on God, and His love is unconditional. Um, he knew that you and I were going to sin. He knew all the sins I was ever going to commit. And he, he just kept loving me and kept forgiving. And the Bible says this, that, um, if you believe in your heart and you confess it with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, you'll be saved. It says in John 1 12, but as many as received him to those who believe in his name, he's given them a right to become children of God. So if you're listening right now and, um, you don't know where you stand with God, it's, it's really easy. You just receive him, just receive his love. Maybe you uh, pray something simple like, Jesus, I need you. I realize my sin has separated me from you, and um, I want you in my life. And just pray that in faith and, see, and, 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 and watch what God can do in your life as you begin to take those, those steps of faith. But, Josh, man, I am so glad you joined us today. It's an honor yeah. having you. Um, you're an old, old friend, and I love you, brother. Thank you for being on the show, man. Same to you, of course. Anytime, um, anytime we need to, you need to guest a guest DJ or anything like that. I, you know, I got you. And <laughs> oh. you gotta, this is a good. It's a good thing that you're doing. Yeah. You know? Well, maybe maybe we'll get good the thing you're doing. We'll get the Kimballs up here in uh, Fresno when the weather's nice. There's like three weeks in the year the weather's nice, and we'll send you to. <laughs> Send, send you up to okay. Yosemite. It'll be great. But hey, man, this is Redef- yeah. Redefine Defiance. I'm Sean, Brandon. Got any words? Hey, All right, we love you guys. See you later. Bye bye.
guys. Hey, thank you so much for joining Redefine Defiance. And uh, just wanted to add a little bit to the podcast here. Uh, you know, the podcast, we've always been kind of underground. We tried to get sponsors. No one wants to sponsor us. We're just kind of a bunch of goofs. So we're out doing this. Um, I would encourage you, though, go on our uh, social media and follow us. Give us a comment. Tell us what you think. Uh, tell us hello. We love to hear from you. And um, tell a friend about it. Share it on your social media. Uh, we would love to kind of grow the Redefine Defiance family. So anyways, hey, we love you guys. Have a good one. We'll talk to you next week.